Hashtag the takeoff. So we've got the spokesperson um, for the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, Tracy Feinstein. Tracy, over 700,000 people die by suicide globally each year. What are the trends and stats when it comes to suicide numbers of late in this country? Perfect. So what I was saying is that, you know, world, world stats are saying over 700,000. But I think the loss of one life is tragic, especially when that person has decided that they, the world was not good enough for them to be around. So the loss of a life um, ended by suicide is really tragic. Um, in terms of age and gender, what are we seeing? Is it more men? Is it more women? And would you know why it leans towards whichever side it leans towards? Yeah. So, you know, what we do know is that men who attempt to end their life, um, that attempt is often a lot more successful. I think men have access to to dangerous weapons. Um, they have the strength to end their life, um, and I'm talking about the physical strength, whereas what we see is that females tend to attempt to end their life. Sadly, yeah. what we're seeing is there are a lot more young ones. So the teens and even the before teens, these children are attempting to end their lives. And that is really tragic. And that is why we have to open the conversation. Um, I was hearing what you were talking about is, is you know, get break down the, the curtains and put all the boundaries aside and talk about how you're feeling and ask for help. Um, the more that we can do this, we can let people know that there is help out there. What we need to remember so often that a suicide attempt is actually a very permanent solution to a temporary situation. Yeah. Mm. Tell us about the different um, support groups, because a lot of people are calling in talking about support and how much they they actually were able to turn back because of the support that they received. Tell us mm. about the support groups that um, SADAG offers. Yes. So SADAG has got uh, over 160 support groups across the country. But okay. I think when we're talking about uh, mental health, it's really important to understand that there actually is a process in terms of, number one, getting a diagnosis. For some people, it may involve that they need to then get the access to medication and then therapy. And the last little step in, in the treatment plan is then to engage in a support group. Yeah. So a support group, um, whilst they are same-minded, similar people who have lived similar experiences, we do need to understand that it's not group therapy. Um, and there, there's, there is the other step where people need to take responsibility, get access to therapy from an expert. So I'm talking about a psychologist. For some people, it may even be a psychiatrist. And when they are a little bit more stable, that's a really great time to join a support group yeah. and engage, share feelings, and obviously help one another. So, Tracy, I mean, a lot of people cannot afford a psychologist and a psychiatrist. Mm. What's the next best step when I am at home right now and I'm feeling like I cannot overcome the feelings? Where can I go? 
Right. So the first step is to call SADAG. Um, our website has got access to a lot of information. And you know, when we're not feeling that great, we need to be empowered to understand what is going on. So there are videos, there are toolkits, um, there's interesting articles. But even just phoning, phoning SADAG and speaking to a counselor, because what happens in that time of desperate, desperateness when you're really feeling overwhelmed and your thoughts are racing, by talking to a counselor, they're able to settle you and bring back a level of perspective. Mm. At that point in time, there is access to free counseling, to free psychologists. And by talking to a counselor, we can steer that person, that caller, in the right direction. So they don't always have to spend the heavy cost of going to see um, a private psychologist or a private psychiatrist. Yeah. And then finally, the stigma around the conversations we have about suicide. Clearly, we're not talking and maybe we just don't know how to address it. What are the do's and don'ts when talking about suicide? Because I recently just learned that you don't say someone commits suicide because it's not a criminal offense. How do we speak about it? Yes. So I think first and foremost is to not be scared of saying what you know. Um, with time, and thank you to you guys in the media as well, we're starting to learn about the language around suicide, but it is a conversation. And if you don't know what to say, you know, just look at that person and say, I'm concerned about you. I may not be able to fix the situation, but let me hold your hand. Let me help you. And a very practical way is, you know, maybe you could say to the, the person who you're concerned about, I've heard about SADAG. How about I phone them? And you can use my phone. Mm-hmm. Speak to a counselor. So the more we can um, reach out to one another, show kindness, be caring, don't judge. Um, and open that conversation to say, I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to be beside you. And together we will get through this experience. Mm-hmm. I think that can be really important in just taking the first step to let somebody know that they are not in a dark space, they're not alone, and that there is help out there. Thank you so much. Tracy Feinstein, South African, uh, South African Depression and Anxiety Group spokesperson here on The Takeoff. The Takeoff, exclusive to Radio 2000.